Rock 102 Springfield Classic Rock. It's 534. And uh, the Black Crows with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a beautiful day today. Partly cloudy and warm with a high of 84, if you can believe that, because it is the first week of October, and that always happens. A few clouds tonight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and much colder with a high of 77. It's about 55 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, if you're going to be listening to the podcast today, brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds is going to be here. Believe it or not, hockey season is like right around the corner, and we'll be talking about that and other things. Also, uh, Bob Kane Alves from Throttle Rocker Magazine. Wicked and Pink season's also here, too. A lot going on, plus the keyword to cash and your chance to win tickets to the Mighty Oktoberfest at the Student Prince on Friday or, for, or Saturday. You get to choose. It's uh, 535 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. You could be one word away from one. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 in Credence with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be today, and I will tell you, uh, sunny with a high of 84. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 78. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Idris Elba says he's been in therapy for a year for being a workaholic. He wants to shift his mindset so uh, working is not the same as relaxing. And relaxing can be seen as productive. I always found it to be. Put peanut butter in my chocolate. You put chocolate in my peanut butter. Two great tastes that taste great together. That's right. You know, I always found that uh, relaxation is maybe the most important restorative time of my day. You think so? Oh, yeah. I get a lot more done doing nothing than I do when I'm doing something. Well, you, the wheels are turning up there. It, it, it's it's going oh, for you. Yeah. Like you wouldn't believe, like a steel trap. I, I kind of like when, when you look in my head, it's like Homer Simpson with the little monkey with the Shriner cap on doing the symbols together. And a cup. Yeah, and a cup. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Grimes has gone to court to force Elon Musk to let her see their son Tao, who was born last year. A few days uh, before that, she tweeted, quote, Tell Elon to let me uh, see my son or please respond to my lawyer. Well, that's ugly. It's ugly when you, you know, you got a guy who's got a ton of money and can pretty much evade... Mm-hmm. Any kind of uh, legal stuff, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, it's probably best for the kid to see both parents from time to time. You know, why uh, Why be selfish? Yeah, why do you want to hang out with your douchebag dad all the time? I wouldn't. I mean, if he were my dad. No, I'd want to take his money. Uh, can I take the car? Can I take the Tesla out? Dad, which one? Uh, number 76. Dad, can I have $75,000? For the weekend? No. Mr. Bezos' kid's getting $75,000 this weekend. Uh, Jack Black performed a cover of Ozzy Osbourne's Mr. Crowley for the 100th birthday of Rage Against the Machine guitarist Tom Morello's mom. Is that what uh, Mrs. Morello wants for her birthday? I, I Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she's a hard rocking chick. Maybe, but I, you know, my mom isn't even close to 100. Uh, that's not what she'd want. How old is Tom Morello? 
He's probably my age, if not older. She's 100. He could be in wow. his 60s, sure. Uh, it just makes you feel old when you realize how <laughs> old these people are. He was uh, joined by a band of 12 and 13-year-olds, includes uh, including uh, Tom's son, Roman. So, there you go. Michael Jordan is the first athlete to make the Forbes list of 400 rich- richest Americans. He's uh, worth $3 million after selling his stake in the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Elon Musk tops that $3 list. $3 million of- or $3 billion? Three. It says $3 million. I think he got more than that. It's probably billion. Somebody yeah. probably left. I was going to say, Michael Jordan hasn't been on the Forbes 400 list his entire life. I would have thought that after, you know, after the 90s and all this, all the marketing and all that stuff. There are, there are people who have had better seasons. Really? Yes. Elon Musk. Like Bill Gates has had a few better, more productive seasons than Michael Jordan. It must be billion because Elon Musk tops the list at $251 billion. So. Yeah, it's got to be in the billions. Uh, WhiskeyRiff.com poked fun at Garth Brooks for only following around 60 people on social media, mainly because uh, some seem pretty random with no context. It includes people you wouldn't expect, like Chris Pratt, Ashton Kutcher, Pitbull, and Cher. That's it? Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that, uh, that seems like a very low list to be following. It is, but I mean, you know, not everybody uh, gets into it. Well, he probably doesn't even care. He probably has other people doing it for him anyway. Probably. Actually, if you go to like a lot of celebrity social media pages, they don't follow that many people. It's all people following them. Oh, is It's that- almost like they don't really care about others. They're just worried about, you know, having the light shine bright directly on them. Well, yeah, because you're promoting your, pro- your product. That's yeah. all it is. It's the big advertising. That's it. Can you imagine anyone but Patrick Stewart playing Captain Picard? No. You wouldn't have a choice uh, if Sir Ian McC- McKellen had his way and in his new memoir making it so Patrick says that when he first got the offer to do Star Trek The Next Generation Ian tried to talk him out of it Ian told him no no you must not do that you must not you have too much important theater work to do you can't throw away that to do TV you just can't (laughs) Patrick took the gig anyway because quote I felt theater would return to my life whenever I was ready for it, whereas an offer of the lead role in an American TV series might never come again. Who is that? That's a, a bad, 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 bad Patrick uh, Stewart impression. Yeah, no, I can see it. Uh, and he says McClellan has admitted in the years since that he was wrong. I'll say. Well, I, I think guys like that who have like the extensive theater experience are actually better actors on TV, too. Well, there used to be a time when, like, TV actors and movie actors and theater actors were, like, three separate kinds of actors. And you never crossed, you never crossed teams. What was it, uh, yeah, I think it was, uh, Robert Preston in The Music Man. Yeah. He was part of your, of the Broadway production of that. Like, the, the long-run production of that. Yeah. But they also made a movie out of that where they cast, you know, Shirley Jones and, and all these people that weren't in the original production. So one one of that was like one of the first times you had a guy that uh, was now crossing over into film. I don't know because um, I'm not even sure I was born by the, the time that came out, but I'm pretty sure people look down at Robert Preston and say, "Really, you're going to leave the Broadway stage for this?" Yeah, this is what you're going to do with your life. Mm. Well, by the way, a uh, bit of a callback. Yeah, Tom Morello is uh, 59 years old. 
He'll be 60 in wow. May. She was late having that child, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Rage against her machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lifetime is gathering some of the hottest nighttime soap uh, minxes of the 80s into a single movie. It's sort of like the Expendables for women your dad or your grandpa used to fantasize about. Check out this cast. You ready? Yeah. Lonnie Anderson, Ooh. WKRP, Morgan Fairchild from Falcon Crest. Who I've seen naked. Linda... <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's the <laughs> ticket. Uh, Linda Gray from Dallas. Uh-huh. Donna Mills from Knott's Landing. Damn. Nic- Nicolette Sheridan from Knott's Landing and Desperate Housewives. The mm-hmm. movie is called uh, Ladies of the 80s, A Diva's Christmas. Actually, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> and it stars these fine old gills. You're kidding. Uh, and people are now pointing out that Travis Barker, long before uh, he dated uh, Courtney, yeah, you know, Kim Kardashian's sister. Right. He dated Kim, and now it's like this big awkward thing. It no like kidding. They were swapping off. Right? Well, she was had something to say. Oh my God! The last time I passed anything off was when I snowballed Ray J's burrito grease right back into you. <laughs> and that's like safe. You can purchase on Uporn for thirty nine ninety five. Which reminds me, I'm due for a fifty percent off coupon at Bueno Isano. Oh, Bueno Isano! <laughs> I love Bueno Isano. How about a? How about a? Can you give me twenty dollars for a hamburger at Checkers? Yeah, Caitlin. Well, I never got that done dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her a yogurt mustache. <laughs> it's that Activia one with the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis oh, makes, yeah. makes her go. You're you know? right, yes. I gave her a throat baby bassinet. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I was skeet shooting from the grassy knoll. Ah, now we're talking. Ah, yeah, right. That's a JFK. That's a, right to the throat and to the head. And then somebody's screaming <laughs> on the back of a limousine. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash you're wrong going to do. Ah! Sign- and now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, I have complained for years about the many painful and unsightly calamities endured by my feet. Are you kidding me? These hooves have seen better days between bunions, fallen arches, arthritic toe joints, weak ankles, athlete foot fungus, ingrown toenails, and the brutally toxic smell of ripened cheese. These dogs are disgusting. And as such, they require a certain kind of high-quality footwear. I can't be running around in just anything. These feet need the sort of care and attention that can only be manufactured in a third-world sweatshop that specializes in unfair labor practices. Oh, sure, I have my moral outrages from time to time, but these feet aren't going to heal themselves walking around in shoes made by a compassionate corporate culture. I need something different. Why am I bringing this up? Because yesterday, while the United States Congress was busy trying to fix America, a bipartisan congressional committee wrote a letter to the NBA demanding that they ban the use and endorsement of basketball shoes that are being made by several Chinese manufacturers who happen to be known to be using forced child labor. Last year, ESPN identified 17 active NBA players who were wearing shoes made by four different companies who have been known to exploit women and children against their will. Of course, the NBA is heavily invested in China, and surprisingly enough, neither the league nor the players' union have responded to this letter. Now, in full disclosure, I do not own any of these shoes made by these particular manufacturers. In fact, I'm horrified by the vile and savage labor practices that are used to make these products. These companies are clearly being driven by an immoral lack of humanity, and I will not stand for that kind of thing. However, if they were to make a shoe that's comfortable, 
comes in half sizes and extra wide, and they were able to uh, provide a variety of attractive styles and accommodate the use of medically prescribed orthotics. Well, then, I might have to reconsider how far I'm willing to go with this outrage. Thankfully, these companies don't offer those kinds of shoes, so my moral indignation remains intact. However, I would be willing to receive a catalog and be placed on a mailing list. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I was driving to your house the other day and I noticed there's a few rough patches on the lawn. You need to go to Rocky's for a bag of Scott's Easy Seat Patch and Repair. A 10-pound bag, 36 bucks with your Ace Rewards card right now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 614 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny today with a high of 84. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 78. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Nate Costa will be joining us a little bit later on this morning. Believe it or not, the uh, Thunderbirds preseason begins tonight, and their opening game uh, for the regular season is on the 14th. It's right around the corner. Sweet. Ten days from today. That's. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm. Uh, I like going to the games. It's always fun. We got always uh, something good, fun going on. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, uh, a lot of people are going to be looking at their phones at the exact same moment. At 2.20 p.m. Eastern, mm-hmm. 11.20 a.m. Pacific. Oh, I thought it was specific. You're being specific with yeah. the time about the Pacific uh, time zone. And no, it isn't because we're always looking at the phones. Anyway, earlier this year, the government announced that it had picked this day for a nationwide test of its emergency alert system and wireless emergency alerts. An alert will be sent to all radios and televisions as well as all consumer cell phones. You don't need to do anything. Just ignore it. Like you ignored all those emergency broadcast things back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It happened all the time. Remember? If you people knew what we do during a test of the emergency broadcasting system, you would be stunned. That used to scare the crap out of me. As a child. Yes. Because you thought, well, like uh, the communists are coming. Because, well, they changed they changed the tone. Like now it's different than it was when it originally was. It was, it was a much scarier uh, type thing. Yeah. And they used to do it more often than not. Like and, I think it was like a weekly thing. That they and then there was like a metallic voice that made the announcement. You know, this is yeah. only a test. But you never knew. I feel like... Uh, you know, if we were going to be infiltrated by the uh, by the Russians, had, or had this been an actual emergency, mm-hmm. infiltrated by the Russians? Yeah, is that what you thought back in the day? But I'll tell you what: when that happens, mm-hmm. you know, the responsibility of a radio operator is to grab a pen and write something yeah. down on a clipboard. Oh, think about that. What I know, you want to talk about feeling safe? Everything is fine because I've got my clipboard probably less than two feet away from me. Well, look at you and your clipboard. Anytime. Doing manual labor. Right. Anytime there's a hostile overthrow of the government by communists, we're ready. Speaking of uh, manual labor, I was, I bought that stuffed waffle at the Big E. Yeah. And I don't I remember what the what the change was supposed to be, but it was supposed to be like $2.25 or 25 cents. I don't remember what the what the original transaction was. Change was supposed to be, be $2.25. And the kid behind the counter goes, how much change do I owe you? And I'm what? like, I because sh- I gave her like twenty bucks or whatever it was for the two things that I bought. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, two dollars and twenty five cents, and she just gave it to me, and I'm like, you just trusted me, and I just made it up. 
Don't I didn't they, made, make it up. I knew it was 225. Don't they have like some sort of register system uh, well, you know, in, I in think place? Most people were paying in, in cards, so then when I go pay cash, that screws you all up. Oh, my God. Anyway, that was a side uh, note that we didn't have to get into. Yes, let's focus. Focus on the actual emergencies here. Uh, the purpose of the uh, of this whole test thing is to make sure the system works because there, when there's an actual emergency like a tornado, there's no time for troubleshooting. It'll be a brief interruption. But we'll all be dealing with it, all of us. Okay, but uh, but when you mean dealing with it, if we're not required to do anything, what are we really dealing with? Well, most of us will be dealing with it anyway. Some conspiracy theorists say they're avoiding it by leaving their phones off all day long. Well, why would you do that? And they have a pretty wild take on this. They claim that the alert on people's cell phones will be used to, quote, activate nanoparticles introduced into people's bodies. There are many conflicting explanations for how or why this will happen, but there's one video where a woman says that the test will trigger, quote, graphene oxide that was put into people's blood through COVID-19 vaccines. And uh, when that happens, the government will be able to monitor and control them like remote control toys. Really? They don't have the ability to do that now. Well, I you, you, listen, you would think that they would have, uh, if, if they had the ability to do it, this would have happened long ago. Yeah. And yeah, I, listen, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not susceptible to some sort of uh, mind control. You know, I'm a pretty weak-minded person to begin with, but I would think that if uh, if the government really wanted to get stuff done, they'd avoid people like me. No, you're just one of their uh, their sheeple. You're the one of the ones that uh, they're going to control, and you're yeah, going to do but, things for them when uh, you have that thing activated inside of you. I would like to think that I've uh, built up enough reputation, you know, even just regionally, yeah. that uh, if you're looking to get something done, you don't go to that guy. You go to someone who's more of a busybody. This guy prefers inaction and and a sedentary lifestyle. Well, I've like I said that about the uh, the TSA when they put me through that X-ray scanner thing. What are you gonna do with a chubby guy with a small uh, ding dong? What are you gonna do with that picture? You're gonna, I mean, other than laugh at it while you're standing there, while they're all in the back room back there, like look at this guy, look at this guy. I think when there's something unusual to go through there, someone's doing a screenshot. Yeah, I think so too. They're, they're probably it doesn't if it's too big or too small. If, if someone's uh, you know tipping the scales on either side of the spectrum, yeah, you got to believe they're all talking about you. Oh, of course they are. Of course they are. And you don't think that there, there, there's, and I'm not saying that this is regular practice, but do you don't think that there's a some one rogue employee from TSA who loves giving pat downs? Oh, of course there is. Yeah. Why would you take that job unless you didn't enjoy it? Oh yeah, I want to do this. Let's do it. There's nothing more. There's nothing more intriguing to me than to wand somebody against their will. Hey, how come? Uh, how come only hot chicks have been pulled to the side today? I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, <laughs> let's whip them out Wednesday. Not to go down this rabbit hole, but uh, graphene oxide is not an ingredient in any COVID vaccine. And even if it was, scientists say you can't activate it, and it makes no sense that it could somehow interact with wireless networks. Well, they've shot that theory to hell, haven't they? Well, I mean, people can laugh about it all you want, but uh, I I think we all know somebody who buys into stuff like this. Well, any good any good conspiracy theory has some plausibility to it. 
when you mix it with science that makes no sense, a lot of people really don't understand science enough to know that you're full of garbage. But, yeah, it sounds good. Sounds like uh, the government might do that. Maybe. But I don't think the government's doing stuff like that. The government can barely fix itself. Yeah, I know. They can't even get... Uh... They can't even get the right postage right on uh, on some of the letters. They got to bring them back into, you know, when they send them out, uh, the IRS sends them out. <laughs> Listen, they're- oh, hey, wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean the the postage stamp is sixty four cents? Well, it was just fifty nine. You didn't buy forever stamps? No, we only bought the ones with the actual note no label on it. They can't figure out the stamps. They they uh, they can't legalize our yeah. weed. They can't keep a speaker of the house. They can't do anything right. You think they're gonna be able to activate? particles that are in our body that were given to us through vaccinations and just so you know this is also is not the first nationwide test to be sent through phones federal law requires the systems to be tested every few years the last one was in 2021 i remember that do you remember it i do because everybody got it i don't remember it i don't remember dealing with that maybe because i wasn't worried that i was going to get activated by the government uh, I think that was just a test to see if they could activate it to everybody about th- through uh, a cell phone activation. You know what? Uh, I don't want graphene oxide. I want whatever's keeping Joe Biden alive. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever that forever live yeah. forever pill. Uh, I think it's a hyper- I want that one. I think it's one of those hyperbaric oxygen chambers that Michael yeah. Jackson had. That's what's keeping him alive. I think it's more of like. Like an animatronic, like that, 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 that one. The Joe Biden you see on TV is the guy you see in the Hall of Presidents down at Disneyland. <laughs> Hello, Hello, my name is President Joe Biden. Joe Biden, hey, where am I? What am I doing here? Who put? Where's my tea? I can't find my tea. I left my cup right here. It was right here with my White House koozie. Have any of you ticket-paying fans seen my teeth? <laughs> Yeah, I, I want that drug. I want whatever's keeping him yeah. alive. Yeah, you prop people up, you know. It's remarkable. Uh, and there you go. So uh, hope you don't get uh, hope you don't get activated today. Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. Get checking that checks all this to you. It's just about 626 of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The uh, keyword to cash, we're going to announce the keyword today after 8 o'clock. You'll hear it again at 11, 2, and 5. You listen for the $1,000 keyword to cash, and you enter that keyword into rock102.com. See, it's very, very simple. But you got to do it before midnight for your chance to win that 1000 bucks. Play every weekday, you increase your chances. It's all brought to you by TextMeForTires.com, 21st Century Pools and Spas in Chicopee, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Do you, do you want to laugh? Yes. All right. It's Bex and Nagel's Joke of the Day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. Uh, why did, why did, why does the little mermaid wear seashells? I don't know, Steve. Why does the little mermaid wear seashells? Because she grew out of her bee shells. Ah, <laughs> you see? <laughs> you know about your shells, right? You know about your shells. shells, bee cells, seashells, seashells. Those are the biggest. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Do big name dealerships have... 6.30 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. is local radio icon Steve Nagel. Oh, the big event happened. Agawam Elementary School has officially been renamed after Mayor William Sapelli. Yeah, yeah. Who's 
rolling in D's and got a good-ass job now, huh? This is such exciting news. An elementary school in Agawam has a new name, the dedication ceremony that happened on Tuesday, but some community members are not happy about that change. <laughs> Former students of all ages who had and uh, had known William Sapelli came out uh, for the dedication uh, ceremony, but not everyone is happy about the change. One woman uh, Western Mass News spoke to, with she said she's upset that the community wasn't more involved in the decision. Back in June, the Agawam School Committee voted to rename Robinson Park Elementary School after outgoing Mayor William Sapelli. It's a full circle moment for Sapelli, who worked at that very elementary school for 12 years, from 1990 to 2002. But as we, uh, as we talked about uh, last week, the, uh, the problem with this is, is that uh, Mayor Sapelli sits on the school committee yeah. that made this decision. Uh, City Councilor uh, Gerald Smith has known Sapelli since he was 15 years old. Smith said it's Sapelli's career-long dedication to the town that makes him the perfect person to recognize uh, in this way. Yeah, he was on the board that voted mm-hmm. to change the name of the school. Yeah, that's right. I don't know how that's not a conflict of interest. And I don't know how you could feel good about yourself doing that. See, it would make sense to me if they waited until he was... Not the mayor Out, anymore. Not the mayor and not sitting on the school committee. Yes. That, yes. That makes sense. I don't understand yeah. why you'd name something after somebody who's still not only living. Well, I guess you'd name things after people that are living. But 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 that are, is still working, is still there. Oh, oh, yeah, like not involved in the decision-making process or no longer part of the body that makes that decision. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, it's otherwise it seems kind of like uh, I don't know, uh, self-congratulatory. Yes, it's a little too self-congratulatory. I'll say. Uh, let's see. Uh, the rebrand, however, faced an opposition from some community members. There wasn't enough community input for anybody to know what was happening, and when and everyone realized what was happening, it had already been voted on and done. That's uh, according to an Agaram resident. She was at the dedication with signs protesting the name change. She said she's upset to see the Robinson uh, name Robinson Park go because of its significance uh, to the area. Well, Mr. Robinson seemed like a pretty decent fellow himself. Oh, God bless you, please, uh, Mr. Robinson. Agawam loves you more than you should know. Um, I'm going to start naming stuff after myself. Well, you like think, what? Well, what do you think I can get my name on? Uh, the Steve Nagel Laser 99.3 stationed van? No, no. I'm already on the van uh, for Rock 102. Well, that's why I figured uh, we'll pick the other station vehicle, even though you've never actually worked for the other station. This isn't including you, Bex. I'm talking about the Steve Nagel something. I know, you know, we always talk about the college and knowledge thing, but I'm talking about like a real place Okay, here. You know, like, um, I don't know. What about the the Steve Nagel shot shop where the chicks get their lips injected all the time over in Longmeadow? I could do the Steve Nagel shot shop. Yeah, Jersey Mike's is coming to Longmeadow. You have to get your uh, name uh, put on that building. Steve Nagel's Jersey Mike's. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I we we can just put it up anywhere. See, I'm not, I see, I'm not the kind of person that's so egomaniacal that feels that my name has to be constantly associated with yours. Yeah. So if you get something named after you, I'm all for it. I'm not going to stand in your way. I think this, the Steve Nagel's Jersey Mike's uh, shop in Longmeadow makes all the sense in the world. We're we're gonna we're gonna uh, see if we can solicit somebody to name something after me in this in this area. You know what would be even great? even though I'm still working. You know what would be great? What 
and this maybe maybe this uh, reveals a little bit of the kind of guy I am, but I would like to see your name be put on something that's going to make somebody really angry. Well, that would be a lot of things, I would imagine. Or, or not angry. Let me think that back. That's too strong. Have your name placed on something that will make a couple of people uncomfortable. Okay. For example, mm-hmm. the uh, the Steve Nagel Basketball Hall of Fame parking lot. Oh, I would. Now, I think that, that would be perfect for you. Yeah, there ain't no room in there though. Can't, can't fit any more than five or six cars. Yeah. and then like there'd be like a sign, taking up spaces since <laughs> for nineteen years. For nineteen years. Yeah, I, I I'm all about it. Let's rename things. Let's, let's yeah yeah. Let's get the ball rolling on this. Hey, look, you know, uh, someone had to name. Uh, the DPW building in Springfield after Richie Neal. How do we know it wasn't Richie Neal who did that? Yeah. Oh, hey, somebody just pointed out the uh, the Swallow Hollow up there on 91. Perfect. The Steve Nagel uh, I-91 rest stop in Holyoke. <laughs> We're just... Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 They can, they, they, Steve Nagel rest stop, the holiest of Holyoke. Oh, the, yes. <laughs> he puts the holy in the Holyoke. Uh, but I, I still think this guy shouldn't have been able to vote on his own name. I just, I, I just think I, that's, yeah, that's like saying, oh yeah, I think we should, we should do this. We well, when I saw this last week, I was like, I thought that was just like so weird that, you know, they would be doing this and he sits on the board that votes yeah. in this. I, I just, I, I just don't get it. Oh, how about uh, Steve Nagel's ladies club out in East Hampton? That would be good. Yeah. That would be very good. That would be. That would tick somebody off. You're damn right. Yeah, yeah. You you, you name something after me in East Hampton. So the Steve the Steve Nagel yeah. City Hall. So Mayor La Chapelle has to see it every time, every day when she goes to work. Well, yeah, she's dodged you before. Yes. Uh, you know, surprisingly, I'm getting, I'm all of a sudden getting press releases from her. After never getting one ever, I'm getting like, really yeah, it's like uh, like maybe two or three this week so far. And it's it's just the normal stuff. It's like you know when uh, yeah, but but that's kind of like an olive branch, don't you think? <laughs> well, like Bill Baker from Sarno's office, he sends out these things, and it just gives you a list of like you know where he's going to be today, what he's going to be doing, that yeah. kind of thing. Same thing w- with her. And uh, but all of a sudden, I'm just getting them, which is funny because she never responded to my email to begin with. Well, you were trying to catch her in the middle of a controversy. Oh yeah, she would never want to speak publicly on something in which there could be criticism. Uh, Tuesday marked the first full day of deliberations for the jury connected to the ongoing Cara Rintala murder trial. Deliberations restarted on Tuesday following the judge's decision to send multiple jurors home on Monday. According to the Hampshire Superior Court Clerk's Office, the jury will be back in the courtroom on uh, Wednesday. Rintala faces a single count of murder in connection with the strangulation of her de- uh, strangulation death of her wife, 37-year-old Anna Marie Cochran. But with uh, two of the 12 deliberating jurors and one alternating juror no longer part of the panel, the process had to restart all over again. So we'll find out uh, how this one's going to work out. Suspended uh, Springfield uh, police officer Greg Bigda is back in the spotlight after getting arrested for driving under the influence on Sunday. Springfield police superintendent has since suspended him for five days without pay. Officer Bigda has not officially been inside the Springfield Police Department in the past five years, but he has been on the city's payroll. Mm. Uh, tw- uh, Western Mass News took a closer look at Bigda's previous criminal cases that got him to the point in how it's impacting sp- people in Springfield. State Representative Orlando Ramos said the fact that Greg Bigda is still on the city payroll of uh, payroll for the city of Springfield is an insult to our city. It's an insult to the taxpayers of our city. 
and uh, something needs to be done. Legal woes for the one suspended police officer escalating this week. Court documents revealed that Bigda was arrested for drunk driving in Palmer on Saturday morning. So they're talking about, like, how's this guy still got a job? But it's a union, and the union that you pay into mm-hmm. represents you and provides you with uh, lawyers. I don't know how it's going to work out for him now. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. We were talking about this yesterday. I mean, yeah, obviously, uh, he really likes hanging out in Palmer. And then, uh, secondly, you know, he wasn't able to uh, pass the uh, the test where he had to walk uh, the straight, thin blue line. I told you there was three of them. He went for the middle one. Yeah, that's usually the one to go for. Yeah, well, yeah. he doesn't. Uh, that was one of my favorite uh, stories by Jim Bouton. The guy from Ball Four. Oh yeah, about yeah. Mickey Mantle, and how Mickey Mantle would get up to the bat and he would be like hammered. You know, one o'clock in the afternoon for a ball game on a Saturday, he's hammered. And they're like, yeah, he's never gonna hit anything. And then Mickey Mantle gets up to the plate and he swings twice and he misses. And on the third one, he knocks the ball right out of the right out of Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And they when he comes around back from home base, they're like, Hey, uh, Mick, how'd you do that? And he's like, I don't know. I saw three of them. I went for the middle one. <laughs> You imagine how many things have been done in like sports history. Who was the guy that did LSD? Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis pitched a no hitter think, high on LSD. Think about how many things have been done historically in either <laughs> sports or or even in just yeah. like regular you know government or whatever that has changed history because somebody was under the influence of something. And then when something happens that could only happen to someone who's high, you find out they were stone cold sober, like when Randy Johnson pitched that ball right into a duck oh, or right, a bird right yeah <laughs> the bird completely did evaporate into the into the ether that was such a freak thing wasn't it <laughs> every now and then that I, video pops up and i keep looking at it like oh my god there's like nothing left of that bird after a hundred mile 115 mile an hour fastball like talk about god being mad at the bird like, <laughs> like what that the bird, bird must what have the bird done? have to do well yeah but but but, but i mean to to have it just match up perfectly. He was pitching just, he was regular, he was throwing a regular yeah. pitch. And as that bird flew just at that moment <laughs> and annihilates it right <laughs> on the middle of the field. Now, again, that's yeah. something you'd expect from someone who is high. Yeah, right. Not from someone who is sober. Doc Ellis pitches a no hitter while he, you know. I don't know. That was just high that, on goofballs. That was just by chance, by luck. Totally. That that totally. Police responded to a report of a stabbing Tuesday morning in Holyoke, and the search is on for a gray pickup truck. Uh, <clears throat> I grew up in this neighborhood. I've lived here my whole life, but I live a mile away, so now there's never been anything like that, said Mark Dunlap of Holyoke. Dunlap spoke to Western Mass News about what played out on Meadowbrook Drive Tuesday morning. Uh, police told us that officers who responded to a report of the stabbing found two injured people. One of them uh, received medical treatment at the scene, and the other was transported to Bay State. Dunlap owns a home on a couple of houses from where the incident happened. He said the prison renting or the prison, the person renting his home first alerted him to the situation. She said at least three or four police cars came down the street with their sirens on. So he it's not really information. He's just describing oh, okay. what, what he saw or what the tenant saw. According to the Holyoke police, the suspect in the case fled the scene in the social media post they shared that the suspect is believed to be driving a gray Dodge Ram pickup. <clears throat> Whoa. <coughs> Whoa. You okay? You choking? <laughs> yeah, I just whoa, swallowed some spit there. All right. All right. <coughs> wow. Who was slinging that stuff at you? It wasn't me. I can tell you that. 
Oh, there's another guy here in the morning. Uh, <laughs> last year it was from behind. This year it's from the front. La- last two, late Tuesday afternoon, uh, Holy police identified the suspect as 32-year-old Jeremy Thibault of Holyoke. Uh, anyone with any information is asked to call the Holyoke police. <laughs> Threw you off guard on that one, didn't you? You really? I yeah. didn't expect that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got going on here? Well, it's six forty-two. Do you think we should just take a break and then? I, I don't know how how much more are you going to choke? Uh, I'm I'm done choking. Okay, good. Well, it's up well, to I you. choke every day when I walk in here. It's not. Uh... <laughs> it's totally up to you, Steve. It's part of my deal. You know, I choke. You oh, okay. Come in here and choke everyone. They really had a choke provision. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 84. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Attention, football know-it-alls. You think you know, but you don't know. Your time has come. It's Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 651 and the Beatles with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be nice and sunny today with a high of 84. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Got a hell of a show in store for you today. Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds is going to be uh, joining us today. Believe it or not, their uh, preseason begins tonight and their regular season begins 10 days from today. So we'll talk to him about uh, that and all the other things that they got planned. Also, your shot at uh, winning $1,000 with the keyword to cash. Also coming up after 8 o'clock. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, conspiracy theories yeah. early, uh, earlier. But it, what came up was there's this national um, EAS test that's going to happen today at 2.20. Everybody who has a cell phone or a television or whatever, you're going to get the message saying this is only a test and whatever, you know, that kind of thing. Not going to happen. But p- some people think that uh, that message is going to activate something that if you were vaccinated, you're going to get controlled by the government, turn you into a zombie. So it's not uh, because of an alien attack. No, no. No, All right. no, no that's another that's another thing that we're going to do. All right. But here's another one for you. Uh, high resolution images of what many are claiming to be Bigfoot have surfaced online, once again, rekindling heated debates on the subject. Uh, news.com. So you know it's you know it's it's hard news. Yeah, it's re- it's legitimate. It's spelled K N E W Z dot com. News. That's all I need to know. Perfectly legit. Has learned that the pictures in question were captured in upstate New York and show an alleged Sasquatch with what appears to be a baby on its back. The images, which allegedly show a happy Bigfoot family, have divided the internet. Discussions and speculations regarding the images were posted on a website named The Crypto Crew. The author of the page said, The Beacon Bigfoot videos have been around for a little while now, and most, including me, think they are nothing more than fakes. Oh, really, sir, huh? Beacon in uh, New York State is believed to be a Bigfoot hotspot. In fact, a dedicated blog was started to look at pictures from the area and possibly find concrete pictorial evidence of the existence of Bigfoot. The author of the page also commented on the picture of Sasquatch with the baby Bigfoot, saying, yep, it's a family thing. I hope they're on private property because somebody might shoot them. All right, I'm looking at uh, some of these pictures now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, you know, it could be a guy in a suit, too. It could be. Other- know, like, like one, of those, uh, one of those furries. Others seem to be. One, really- of, those, one of those dudes that gets a lot of. You know, gets uh, you know, fully aroused by dressing up like an animal. Well, you know what? There's chicks out there that like that too. 
So there's somebody for everybody in this I world. I guess. Uh, others seem to be really convinced about the validity of the photos. As one person commented on the baby Bigfoot picture on Facebook, Mama with a newborn. They wash them off in a nearby creek after birth. Another person coming. Come on, people. It's Bigfoot with several with several more there. Maybe the uh, enlarged pic will help you. You know. Yeah, I would be more willing to believe this picture if the baby weren't being uh, held in a baby Bjorn or an umbrella stroller. Yeah, well, you know, uh, what if you have two babies? Then you got to get the double stroller. And let me tell you something; those are not convenient to be uh, to be moving around. You know what? Those were not convenient, but. I was always so jealous of my child laying comfortably, you know, when you can flatten it out like a bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I wish I had something like somebody to push me around and something like that. You'll, I, get, you'll get, I'll there. get there. I'll get there. I'll get there. Don't you worry. Uh, on the other hand, a skeptic commented, nope, if it looks human in size and proportion, it's much more likely a human than it is Bigfoot. Nothing about this picture speaks to the anatomy of anything but a human. If a human could fit in a suit, that's probably the answer. Yes, but that's the whole idea. Sasquatch looks like a human, sort of. Bears can walk on their hind legs too. Yeah, you know, bears can walk around and kind of look like a you know a big giant uh, you know Sasquatch Sasquatch type of thing. Well, especially if you're taking a photo from probably about two hundred yards away on a zoom lens, it's not going to yeah. get the best. I tried to take a picture yesterday of a of a bald eagle. Up at the uh, Littleville Dam in Huntington yesterday, yeah, the thing was so far out there that it doesn't. I could see that it was a bald eagle, but the camera couldn't see that. So, you when know, you try the zoom function, I did try the zoom function, and you'll. Uh, I'm going to show you right now, and you're going to say, "Oh yeah, you wouldn't even be able to tell if that was a uh, a bird or not, uh, an eagle." Right there, that's an eagle. Uh, okay, I'm gonna take your word That's for what it. I'm it's like, yeah, like, how do you? How do you, can, you can't really tell. I can tell you that it was just because I saw it. Yeah, but with the picture, you can't really tell because it doesn't grab everything. So these Sasquatch uh, pictures allegedly were taken by a drone. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. You know, uh, if I ever uh, stumble upon a Sasquatch, I'm gonna take them in and uh, feed them. And then uh, when I need to get through traffic very quickly, mm-hmm. I'm going to have him stick his head out the window and do this siren thing. Yeah. Like out of a car so all the cars move to the side of the road. Steve, I believe what you just described to us is the plot line to Harry and the Hendersons far, uh, starring John Lithgow. They stole my idea? Yes. Wow. They stole your idea, like right from your brain. I just came up with that. Apparently you didn't. How did that happen? I don't know. Uh, but the, the the lady Sasquatch, that's what they're calling it because it's got the baby with him. Right. Yeah. Really? Where's the Sasquatch cookies? Is it a Sasquatch? Yeah. Sasquatch et? Who's watch? Who's washing all the Sasquatch dishes? <laughs> I don't feel comfortable placing gender roles on Sasquatches or the North American cousin, the Yeti. Uh, why not? If it's got a baby on its back, maybe it's a maybe it's a lady Sasquatch. Well, I, I don't know, Steve. I I couldn't tell you. You know, and and in some uh, parts of the animal world, it is the female that winds up doing all the hunting and foraging. Does a lady Sasquatch pee in the woods? Do you want to find out? <laughs> Not entirely. Hey. It's six fifty-seven. A Rock one hundred two. Want to know what it sounds like? Five and Johnny Taylor acoustic hits at eight. Reserve your holiday party. 
And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, yesterday was game one of the Major League Playoffs, starting with the best of three wild card series between Toronto, Minnesota, Arizona, Milwaukee, Miami, Philadelphia, and then you had Texas and Tampa. Now, had any of these games been played in our geographical area, I would have considered making the financial arrangements to be there. I mean, it's the playoffs, and who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Am I right? Of course I am. And yet... Despite all the expected thrills and excitement that a three-game wildcard series can provoke, I cannot help but wonder where all the baseball fans went to. Yesterday in Game 1 of the wildcard series between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Texas Rangers, the Rays were probably hoping for some sort of home field advantage. Because you see, based upon their regular season record, two of the three games in this series supposed to be played at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg. Yesterday, however, the Rays played before the lowest attended postseason game in the major leagues in 104 years. How bad was it? Well, let's just say that of the 42,000 seats at Tropicana Field, only 19,704 people bothered to show up. Granted, Tropicana Field only makes 31,000 seats available for baseball games due to the fact that 10,000 seats are covered with tarp, but even still, Apart from the pandemic, baseball hasn't seen this much local disinterest and apathy since the 1919 World Series Black Sox scandal in which eight Chicago players were accused of throwing the series to the Cincinnati Reds. And even though the Rays lost to the Rangers in a four-run shutout, I'm starting to get the impression that the people of the Tampa-St. Pete area don't really care that their team finished two games out of first place. And while 19,000 fans is slightly better than the regular season average for that team, you might think there'd be a little bit more enthusiasm in the postseason. Well, there's not. Listen, there are cities all across America that would love to get their hands on a professional Major League Baseball team. Boston, for example. That's a highly populated area that could use some excitement. And yet, if they had a team or one in the playoffs, I'm sure they would likely show up. But... Having the lowest possible attendance in more than 100 years, that's an embarrassment. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. When does grilling season end? Never. Get a grill you love at Rocky's and grill all year round. A Weber gas grill, Traeger wood fire, pellet grill, big green egg, or the uni pizza oven. All grills, all gear, all year at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from a cat. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 7-11 and U2 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 84. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. And then the summer-like weather ends. We're back into fall-like weather with rain on Friday and Saturday. Ah, oh, thank goodness. Um, how about a little round of Am I the Ale? <laughs> Should I save the quick one for last in case we need it, or do the quick one first? Do the long one first. The long one. Yeah. All right. Ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Am I the a-hole for saying that sounds like a you problem to my 24 uh, female ex-husband? I don't even know it. I'll I'll read through the whole story. Okay. Today, my ex-husband called me saying I'm a vile human and I am an a-hole. This uh, situation is quite complicated. I have a three-year-old son with my ex-husband, but he hasn't been involved in our lives since October of 2021. As a single mom who's also attending school, I took him to court, and now he pays child support as ordered. 
Recently, my ex-husband's girlfriend reached out to me on Facebook. She asked me to stop making my ex-husband pay child support because they just had a new baby and are struggling and can't afford to for- afford formula. <laughs> okay. That should have been the end of the conversation. We're done right here. There. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in response, I uh, he looks like he's been being milked for a while. I'm sure. In response, I empathize with their situation, but explain that the child support is a legal obligation and my ex-husband willingly agreed to when he brought our child into this world. Ultimately, their financial difficulties are a, quote, you problem. I understand that my response may have come across as harsh, and I feel a sense of guilt for expressing that way. However, it's important to acknowledge that my ex-husband made the decision to have another child, and it's not my responsibility to intervene in his relationship or financial matters. Each individual is accountable for their own choices choices, and the consequences that come with them. Uh, okay, so am I the a-hole here? Well, I mean, uh, the thing is, uh, it is a legal obligation to pay child support. Yeah. However... I believe you do have the right to seek a modification in that child support if your financial situation were yeah, to you f- change. File an appeal or some kind of uh, yeah, you, you, addendum you, to the whatever uh, agreement that you've already had. Right, and there's you know there's typically a, a hearing, and the and the judge or the magistrate decides uh, you know whether or not you can be awarded a, a modification. So. You know, I mean, uh, it is still his obligation, and uh, gonna tell you, um, that's the way it goes. Um, yeah. As someone who has uh, been in this situation, I gotta tell you, it's you have to pay what they tell you to pay. Yeah, you can't escape that. Well, I mean, you could. Well, the, yes, you but do. then you, but then you put yourself in right. other kinds of uh, other kinds of dangers. I, I just, uh, but you also didn't go off and have another child. Like, th- no, th- this is no. what's going on here is this guy, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to make another financial mistake in my life and have another child with another woman, even though I only got one that I'm already supporting. Well, uh, yes, but I mean, of course, it's not always your decision whether or not somebody gets pregnant in a relationship. Sometimes it just, you know, it's a mistake, it happens. You know, but yes, but it's a mistake. Doesn't change you, your obligation to the previous child. That's my point. You just because you did that doesn't mean you don't have responsibility to take care of all of your children. That that's you right. Have uh, so uh, gracefully spread your seed across the yeah. land. Look, I, I don't know how uh, how forgiving a judge would be in a modification case like that, because this is the situation that you got yourself in. It's probably one of them, uh, you know. If it was the, if I was the judge, it would be like, all right, uh, the chick, you, the new chick you got, how hot is she? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that flies in the courtroom. All right, you know what? Good for you, pal. I'm gonna let you off the hook on that uh, first child support. <laughs> I can see why you left her now. Totally. Yeah. Uh, you ready for another one? I am ready for another one. Am I the a hole for uh, cutting the line and stealing the handicap stall from a disabled person? On Friday, I was shopping at this Ranch 99 store, and it has, like, restaurants in it. I've been having some stomach uh, aches, but not sure why. Thought it uh, was maybe my menstrual cycle kicking in. It's an Asian shop, and I was also autumn moon. F- it was also autumn moon festival, so it was very crowded. 
Suddenly, I had to go. I left everything in a cart in the aisle, ran for the bathroom. We've all been there before. Oh, have we ever? There was a decent-sized line, but I just ran forward and cut in front of everyone. There was an elderly woman who was about to make her way to the handicapped stall, but I rushed forward, blurted out, I'm sorry, I really need to go. She tried to protest along with other people in line, but I disregarded them and ran and locked the door. It was followed by... Okay. She goes on to describe what happens to her in the bathroom. I don't need to go into that, but it was very audible to everyone. Okay. The, uh, the grandma and all the other guests were hurling insults at me for being disrespectful and saying I was horrible for cutting the line, but honestly, it felt like an emergency. So was I in a hole for cutting all the people in line to the bathroom and essentially stealing the stall from the grandma? Oh, it's such a tough call. I mean, on one hand, I understand the uh, the need for an emergency situation. We've all been there. Every single last one of us. But, you know, uh, cutting in line. Yeah. You know, if someone cut in line ahead of you, you wouldn't be happy about it. I don't, I don't know. And, how to, and, and who's to say who's in more of an emergency situation than the other? Yeah. That's, an, uh, you know? that's a good point. The, uh, the only thing is, you know, you don't know if those other people have an emergency. You're taking you know you're mean? taking a very big leap of uh, of faith that your emergency is worse. Yeah, how do you know that the grandma is not going to uh, wet herself? You don't stand in there. You don't. And you got But again, who else wants to see somebody with uh stomach issues uh have an accident in the middle of the uh the store? Nobody wants uh, Listen, no one wants to deny anybody during the moon festival right. times. Nobody wants to deny anybody, but we've all got our various levels of emergency. Yes, we do. And just by looking at you, I can't tell what's going on down there. I can't tell. See? I don't know what's brewing inside of you. See, we should uh we should get uh, those x-ray glasses. Oh, the back of the Yeah, they don't those, those don't work. You you can't see inside somebody's uh insides when you put those on? No, you can't. I always thought I was going to see naked ladies with those. Yeah, you don't see that either. Do that either. The only uh, thing you see is their money being pissed away. <laughs> uh, but but back to the, uh, the if, if you're in a bathroom that only has like the only stall available is the handicap stall, I'll use it. If it's the only option, yeah. Sometimes I use it when there's nobody around because it's like it's like your own executive bathroom being in that handicap stall. You know, this is a, a terrible thing to say, and I don't want to deny, again, I don't want to deny anybody, yeah. uh, anybody their emergency, but, you know, there are some times when the stalls, you know, you've got like the, the, the handicap one, which is so spacious, mm-hmm. so much space. And then you get the little tiny one, you know, big guy like me, big guy like you, I got a wide stance yeah. and I can't, you know, I, I can't manipulate myself in the, in the right way in, a, in ne- a tiny stall. I need those rails. Yeah, along the side right. of the toilet. I, me too. Sometimes yeah. you because you, you need to brace yourself. Yeah. Good but Lord, even, what's coming? Right, but even after the uh, after the big event has yeah. happened, I mean, I need elbow room. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. I, I mean, I gotta I gotta really you know, I gotta contort myself, and I I need space. Just a matter of it's just a matter of physics. All right. Well, I will let you use that stall next time you're in there. Uh, am I the a-hole for not letting my wife take credit for a gift I bought for myself with my children? Right. Okay. 
Uh, we just had people over to the house for my 45th birthday. I managed to make it into my 30s without getting married, and then I met my wife, who's 29. She's perfect for me. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever met, and she's so much smarter than me. Oh, God, whatever. Uh, <laughs> she is amazing, but uh, she has one weird hang-up. She thinks some of my hobbies are immature, which is fine. She can be the mature one in our relationship. We have two kids who are seven and five. Never thought I wanted kids, but now I know I couldn't live without them. They wanted to get me a present for my big birthday, so we went to Toys R Us and got me a sweet Lego set. Where's Toys R Us that's still open? I, I don't even uh, know. Then I helped them wrap it so I could open it up at our party. All the guys were jealous of my new Lego set. I got some nice golf stuff and some very nice bourbon, but all the guys could talk about was my new Millennium Falcon. My wife, for some reason, decided to take credit from the kids. She was telling everyone how she got it from me because I'm such a little boy at heart. Our kids heard her and were confused because they know she wasn't involved at all. They were telling everyone how they took me to the store to find out uh, something I would love. The, they even put in some of their own money, $10 each, to buy my gift. When guys asked me uh, about it, I told the truth that my kids and I had bought it and that my gift from my wife was new golf clubs. She's upset that the gift she got me wasn't the one everyone thought was the best. She said I should have made it uh, shift from the family and not just the kids. Uh, I told her the gift uh, was amazing and I will be using them for years, and I appreciate her getting me something useful. But I said that the kids had chosen to get me a toy that she shouldn't try and take credit for. She says that uh, I didn't have to exclude her from the toy shopping, and I didn't need to tell people that she wasn't involved in buying me my toy I didn't. She has told me uh, in the past that it embarrasses her, embarrasses her that I play with toys. So it embarrasses you that I play with toys, but you want to take credit for giving the gift. Yeah. Seems to me what you've married is a very controlling woman. She looked a lot worse by lying and taking credit from the kids than just keeping quiet about it and then having an argument about it later. Yeah. There's some uh, mere serious insecurity going on That's in the That's why she's upset. Yeah. Because she got called out. You didn't go to the store and buy that. <laughs> uh, I told you about my brother-in-law, right, who wraps his own presents up at Christmas and then and then hands them out as if they were from Santa Claus. His own presents? He hands them out to himself. Really? Yeah. He'll buy things that he wants. Yeah. Wrap them up, and then write from Santa to him. To him. Yeah, on it. <laughs> okay. And then at, uh, at, at Christmas time, when everybody's opening up gifts, he goes, oh, look, another gift from Santa. And he'll take it and he'll open it up and he'll go, oh, I always wanted a pair of headphones. Like, these, it's, these are so much better than the gifts I got from you people. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's a really weird thing to do. But I guess that eliminates something like this. It's weird. You but, you, to... but, but you know what? <laughs> the problem with gift giving is yeah. if I want something bad enough, I'm just going to go buy it myself. Yeah, but you got to go all to that great length and wrap it up by yourself and That's give a bit, it to yourself and a, say it was from Santa, even though Santa was like, I wasn't going to buy you that. It's a bit much. Yeah, I'll agree. It is a bit much. Well, there you go. There's another round of uh, Am I the A-Hole. Oh, there you go. On, uh, what is it? Rock 102? <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> it's 726 of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Today's National Taco Day. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Happy National Taco Day. For some reason, the rest of the world would probably think that was on May 5th, like <laughs> everything else. No, no, that's yeah. that's its own that's its own separate thing. I like a good taco. You know, I, I, tacos are one of those things where if uh, if that's being served, can't walk past the taco bar without wanting to, uh, to rip right into it. 
Who doesn't love tacos? I love tacos. Yeah. You know what I buy uh, every once in a while? I go down to Costco and they have the uh, the street taco. I'll buy oh, this yeah. for dinner. That'll last you a couple days, too. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like a whole meal. It's like 14 bucks, and you get all these shells, and you get all the fixins inside, and they give you this cilantro lime cream sauce to Ooh, go with yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Now it's you're talking. It's freaking good, man. Good stuff, and yet I see no tacos in front of us. I don't know why. You know, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a breakfast taco. Like I don't want that. Now what about a breakfast burrito? A breakfast burrito, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm not not a breakfast taco. I need I need like an omelet and a piece of ham and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. No, like I that. get that. I get that. But I, but I don't I don't mind sitting down to a platter full of tacos with a bunch of beans and rice and like a margarita with a bunch of chips and stuff. Yeah. I, I mean I can do that all day long. All right. And well, have in fact. Well, maybe we can get some margaritas in here and uh, get some breakfast burritos. See now. Yeah. Now we're finally making some sense. I'm with you. It's 7:27. News is next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass news. 7.30 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. We were on I-91 last night, and uh, we're experiencing some traffic backups. Uh, Two-vehicle crash caused two lanes to be closed uh, Tuesday evening. According to state police, two vehicles crashed just before exit 10B in Westfield uh, around 9 p.m., both parties received injuries, according to the police, and the two right lanes of uh, I-91 South were closed uh, for quite some time. A state trooper also confirmed there are injuries, but no word on the extent uh, drivers uh, were, you know, they had delays there for a while. No other information has been released by the police, and uh, mm. 22 News won't give you any update on this. So don't hold your breath. Um, What time did this happen? Nine o'clock last night. Oh, my God. Well, it wasn't, so the traffic wasn't too, too bad. Yeah, when they're shutting down, you know, lanes of traffic at nine yeah. o'clock at night, that's uh, that's that's not good. That's never a good time. No. Tuesday marked the first full day of deliberations for the jury connected to the ongoing Cara Rintala murder trial. Deliberations restarted on Tuesday following the judge's decision to send multiple jurors home on Monday, according to Hampshire Superior Court Clerk's Office. The jury will be back in the courtroom this morning. Rintala faces a single court, uh, a single count of murder in connection with the strangulation and death of her wife. 37-year-old Anna Marie Cochran, but with two of the 12 deliberating jurors and one alternate juror no longer part of the panel, the process had to restart all over again on Tuesday, which could possibly pave the way for trial number four, five? Five. 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 This this is number four. This is four. four. I don't know, man. Uh, You know, we've, we've talked about this before, and it's like, how long can you keep going with this? And I understand that, you know, especially if you're you're the family of the victim, mm-hmm. you totally want to see justice be served. But on the state's part, how many times do you do you bring somebody to to trial if you haven't done it in the first three or four times? Well, I mean, they've they've had well the last time there was new evidence <clears throat> that justified an additional trial, and right. she was convicted that last time, right? Right. So only in that third trial did they have enough to convict, a, a, a good enough case against her. But there were still problems with it, which makes me think, how strong is this case against her? I mean, I, I, mean, I, I realize there's, there's a lot of evidence that I, that I don't know, haven't been privy to, haven't been in the courtroom to really, to really know. But 
four times, and if they can't get it done four times, is the state really going to want to pay for trial number five? Yes, I, yes. I don't even know. Don't know. Uh, police are continuing to search for a woman who is the suspect in the shooting of a man Monday night in Liberty Heights uh, section of Springfield. Uh, the shooting took place at about 8.15 p.m. on Monday on Nursery Street. Uh, the shooting is believed to be over a domestic dispute. State law severely limits the information police can release in cases of domestic violence, so Walsh couldn't say anything about the condition of the victim or if he's hospitalized. The uh, department uh, department's detective bureau is investigating the crime. I shot a man! What's your man got to do with me? I said I shot a man! I ain't trying to hear that, see? Police are investigating a Tuesday afternoon shooting uh, after a victim suffering a gunshot wound checked into the emergency room at Holyoke Medical Center. Uh, the victim was shot in the upper leg and is expected to make a full recovery, police detective Jared Hamill said in the writing. The victim was dropped off at the hospital shortly before 2 p.m. by private vehicle. That's a nice friend. Yeah, very nice. Hey, man, can you give me a ride? I don't. I only have like eight bucks, and I don't have enough for an Uber. Uh, yeah, sure. Where are you going? He, oh, I'm just going to the hospital. Okay, no problem. And he just pull up in front of the guy's house. He comes out like hobbling. Yeah, he's got blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. No, you're not getting in the car no. like that. No, 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 no. I just had the upholstery clean. I just had this car detailed. All right, let me go stop at at the hardware store. I'll pick up some of that painter's paper stuff, and we'll put it down on the seat, and I'll come back. Yeah. Now the, the the person that got shot on uh, on Nursery Street yeah. in uh, Liberty Heights, I mean you're just within a few stumbling blocks of uh, of, of Mercy's emergency uh, center. Well, it's always convenient to do it near an emergency room. It's you know what I don't I don't know if this person has any idea how lucky they were. I mean they could have been on the other end of town, miles away from a, a from a hospital. They're right ac- literally across the street under the highway. Boom, you're right there in Stafford Street at the uh, at the emergency room at, uh, at at Mercy. All right, but what if you got an EMT who? Uh, what if you got an EMT who uh, just first day on the job? Yeah, right. And yeah. he's uh, he's trying to figure out what's uh, what's going on. He doesn't know the area very well because he's from let's say he's from uh, New Haven. Yeah, he just transplanted here, transported here, got a new job as an EMT. Right. Hasn't figured out where exactly he is. They pick this guy up. They bring him to, they bring him to uh, Cooley Dick up in Northampton, and they're okay. like, "Why? Why did you do that? You know that Mercy Medical Center was like a quarter of a mile away from where you were." Oh, oh man! This day's just gotten from bad to worse. It's just getting worse. So I think we have a guest here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, someone is at the door, and they walked away. Now they're at the door. Okay, now they're walking in. Did he get in? He is now in. All right. That's my producer job. <laughs> you're no longer the producer, Steve. Yes, I am. No, you're not. I don't know. According to the paperwork, I am. And I probably will be for a very long time. Anyhow, if you ever get shot in yeah. uh, in Springfield, you don't need to go all the way to Cooley Dickinson to be seen. That's what I'm saying, though. What if, like, uh, you know, you're like, oh, man, I wish I had known there was a hospital right there. Or, or worse, you took him to a hospital in New Haven. You took him to Yale Medical Center because you didn't know any better. Well, he had to go to Ikea. He had some stuff to pick <laughs> up down there. Hey, wait, listen, I'll get you the emergency room in a minute, but I got to return some stuff from Ikea. And by the way, I'm going to get some Swedish meatballs. You want some? Yeah. With the lingonberries? Well, who wouldn't want it? Who wouldn't want to uh, go to Ikea? <clears throat> uh, a lot best- of people don't really want to go to Ikea. They just have no choice but to go to Ikea. 
Um, I, I guess I kind of like uh, poorly made Swedish furniture, don't you? I I don't mind the uh, the furniture. I just uh, I struggle with the vague directions and the Allen wrenches. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Jersey Mike's Subs is taking over the space of uh, former Subway for its first location in Western Massachusetts, set to open early next year and owned by a local Massachusetts man. The sub sandwich uh, chain began in 1956 and has over 2,000 locations throughout the United States and two restaurants based in Canada. There are roughly uh, there uh, there. Though there are several Jersey Mikes in eastern and central Massachusetts, the spot planned for January 2024 will be the company's first sandwich shop in the western part of the state. The restaurant will open at 819 William Street in Longmeadow, uh, the former location of the Subway Sandwich Shop. Where was that? Um, you know that little uh, little shopping plaza by where the Hukilau used to be? Oh, on that other side. There. Yeah, that okay. side. Not Not in the Longmeadow shops. Across the street, there used to be a great toy store in uh, store in there, and it's Tiddly gone. Winks. Yeah, been replaced gone. by another one. Oh, is there another it's, toy store? In it's there? another toy store now. Is it the same type of stuff? I actually haven't been in the new one. Used to go to Kitty Winks quite a lot. It was a really cool uh, toy store. Those people were great. They, they were. They had all this odd stuff that you wouldn't be able to find. Other I think places. the pandemic uh, you affected Probably them pretty hard. Took a toll. Yeah, on it, it did. Uh, the building is situated in one of the downtown plazas across the street from the Big Y. Okay. Nate Tupper will be the owner of the uh, Jersey Mike's location. Tupper grew up in the Bay State and recently moved back to Longmeadow just a mile down the road from the store. Wow. How convenient oh, for him. So we're not going to have an absent uh, chef. No, no, no. What's going to happen to all those Subway sandwich artists, though? I mean, are they uh, transitioning to the, to the, new, uh, the new employer, or are they now on the street looking for Subway sandwich stops to work in. Well, well not for nothing, but uh, Jersey Mike's requires much more artistic uh, value. More than artistry than a Subway sandwich artist? Yes. I don't, uh, Steve, I don't think so. They have to slice the meat every time. And I think Subway's doing that now because I think they're trying to compete with Jersey Mike's. Oh, yeah, we just slice the meat right in front of you. You know how much extra time that takes? It, take, it takes time, but if you want a sandwich done right, that's the way to do it. Now... But- uh, I've never been to, to Jersey Mike's. I haven't been. Um, I will go. go. We should go, and I will go. Uh, do they use 100% tuna the way Subway does? Uh, was that with all the dolphin meat? Yes. Oh, yeah. I believe that uh, it's it's loaded with dolphin. Oh, that's good. They call it the flipper sandwich. <laughs> well, I might just have to flip on over to Jersey Mike's. Uh, we should go to the Enfield one. <clears throat> sure. I, I've been to that one a couple of times now. Haven't been. It's really good, and 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 the best way to get it, you get the roast beef, right? Uh huh. Get the roast beef sub. That's like their signature one. Right? That's like it. The Jersey uh, roast beef. You get the uh, roast beef, and then you get uh, mayo, lettuce, tomato, onion, right? Uh huh. And then make sure you get the oil and vinegar too. Yeah. And then the the hot pepper relish. Oh, see, I love that. It's so good. There's only one place that I've seen it sold like the relish like that. Like that's that um it's yeah. called B&G hot peppers. It's they sell it at Stop and Shop. I have had that. It's yeah, good. It's, it's real it's, good. It's kind of like it tastes almost exactly like that. All right, you you're convinced gonna, me. Gonna, and and but they have like six employees working there at one time, which is you know, you don't see a lot a lot of that. But they have to have that many employees because 
everybody's you know one's the slicer, mm-hmm. one's the one's the sandwich maker, one's the ringer upper, and one and the other two, uh, two are making sandwiches for to go orders. You'd never stuff. get six employees in a subway. No, you would never. I don't think you can fit six employees in a subway. <laughs> they can't even put six inch sandwiches out on for, <laughs> that are actually six inches. What do you think? Do you think they're going to get six employees? In Once they increased the price of the five dollar foot long, it all went to hell. Uh. What was the one I just saw? Well, I've seen it before, but it was the Jared from Subway thing. Oh, yeah. Tuna sub spelled backward is exactly what's going to happen to him in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Buzzing up. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with all Oh, but I've lost so much weight. <laughs> well, hey, there's a lot of protein going on there. Uh, 84 for a high tomorrow, 77. It is 57 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. You have an office? Two? Twelve offices? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 749 and Foreigner with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 84. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 78. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. It is, uh, it's hard to believe, but uh, Wicked and Pink is now, what, in its 11th 11 year? 11 years. Bob Kane Alves is uh, in the studio. It's good to see you, Bob. Hey, guys. Good seeing you. Uh, yeah, 11 years for Wicked and Pink. Uh, we have so far raised $70,000 for the Sister Carrot House Cancer Center. That's and awesome. Of course, we're going to be adding to that this year. Um, we have a new starting location, a bigger uh, parking lot for us, which is going to be the uh, Southwick Rec Center. Uh, kickstands up our, at noon. We do have the Lions Club from Southwick. They're going to come and do uh, coffee and breakfast sandwiches for anyone that's hungry. They'll be raising some money for their organization. So it's kind of a give back program with them. Cool. Um, last year, we had 700 bikes. Wow. Damn. That's pretty good. So. Uh, this is a, a, a long procession. Um, we have an after party ready to go at the Agawam Polish Club on Route 57, Southwick Street in Feeding Hills. Uh, that kicks off about noon. We got a DJ playing from um, Thunder, uh, Thunder in the Valley concert series. Our DJ is going to play for that. Uh, then we have Night Moves as the band. We have a big ticket raffle item we're doing this year, um, which will help out Sister Caritas Cancer Center as well. We're raffling off an enclosed six by 12 trailer. Ooh. And you can actually get those tickets online if you aren't gonna be at the event. Wow, um, that's cool. Yeah, how much, wow. at, how much are these they're tickets? They're $10 a ticket and they're limited to 1,500 tickets. You can get them on uh, wickedandpink.com. Ah, I'm totally going for that. <laughs> I could totally, you, every, anybody could use a yeah, he'll, enclosed he'll, trailer. He'll buy 1,500 tickets. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy all of them. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this Sunday, eight o'clock, uh, yeah. Southwick Rec Center to kick off uh, at noon, and then the after party, uh, which starts at twelve o'clock, and we'll roll in there about uh, about one o'clock. We should be rolling into the Polish Club with all the bikes. Yeah, no, I mean we've I mean we've known you for literally ever, and yeah, so yeah. I mean we know that you've had your yeah. certainly had your your cancer uh, you know, issues in in the past, and and uh, the Sister Caritas uh, Center certainly you know played a role in in your recovery they actually did i spent uh i spent almost an entire year uh living in the hospital being treated by um all the 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 nurses and doctors from mercy as well as the uh the cancer doctors from the the sister care cancer center so they gave me such great care and i had found out their uh they had this patient services fund 
which alleviates the financial burdens placed on patients when they're first diagnosed. They've helped with mortgages and rents and rides and co-pays. Yeah. Uh, they've kept lights on for families that were, you know, struggling at the beginning. You know, a lot of people yeah. go on to, you know, disability is a great thing um, with cancer patients because your job basically is to fight this thing. Your job is to fight. You shouldn't be <coughs> worrying about anything else. So. Yeah. Up front, you need a little time to get things kicked, kicked and we, off. We actually utilized that. Uh, yes. My wife and I did uh, yep. when she first got diagnosed and was at Mercy, and there was they told us about it. They said, you know, there's this fun if you're you know have trouble or if you, or if you just need something or whatever, yep. uh, you can do that. And I think we got, I think we we had our mortgage paid for the month. Yep. Uh, yep. So we could go on a vacation together. Without having to worry about the extra expense right. of, and, have, and, of having the mortgage, and again, your job your job well, is be, to to fight cancer. And because every case is different too, yes. when you know somebody is not going to probably make it, you 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 it's yeah. not it's not like we were desolate for for money to to. to no, go but on you some. also had a great avenue to. Uh, return that favor because you guys we, did, we, we did, a, the, did one of these celebrity bartenders for Wicked and Pink one year. Right. So uh, you, 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 you may have utilized it, but you also were able to give it back as well. Which was their biggest, uh, I think that was their biggest total that, that year. That, the, 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 the one we did at the Boyle? John Boyle Yeah, Club. the John Boyle for the yeah. We, we yeah. crushed that night. So, so <laughs> we cr- I shook down so many people that they had no idea what, what hit them. Well, so, it's, funny. it's with cancer. It affects everybody. I mean, it, it affected everyone in this room right now. Of course. Now. You know, in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Well, and and the the thing about uh, the thing about it is, you know, a, a lot of times you will have you know organizations that will that will try to do uh, you know events to raise funds, and you know they'll go through it for a couple of years, and and you know it's a lot of work to put these things on. The fact that you've been doing it for eleven years is pretty remarkable. I mean, it not only shows that you've got a good bunch of people working with you, but it's also something that you're very passionate about. Clearly, I mean, we've known you for you know, like like I said, yeah. almost thirty years. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like you know, I mean, but you know, this is something that really means an awful lot to you personally, and to continue to do it for as long as you've done it, I have to give you a lot of credit yeah. for it. Th- thank you very much. I, I know I remember the uh, the first year, the twenty thirteen is when we kicked this off. Two hundred people showed up. Now, I wasn't sure how everyone was going to embrace the wear pink. Yeah. Yeah. And they did. Now we get into our 11th year. We have trophies for decorating your bike. We have uh, best dress for the men, best dress for the women. Uh, We also have a longest distance um, trophy. And last year, the woman was from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Wow. Oh, wow. Hey. So that came out to Wicked in Pink. Uh, this year, uh, so far, there's somebody that bought a ticket, uh, pre-bought a ticket from Fort Lauderdale. So, How about that? That is pretty impressive. That is cool. Um, and, it, and it makes me very proud. So uh, you, you had 700 last year. Yep. And what are you expecting this year? Well, I ordered food for 850 people. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so you, you're hoping that you get all that. Yeah. But you will. You will. You'll get so, people. Um, so bring your coolers and yeah. strap them to your bikes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, don't, I don't have a bike. Uh, you can know. still come. Any, everybody is welcome. Um, kind of equate this to our bike nights um, during the middle of the day. W- will you let me ride bitch on yours? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. you, <laughs> that's the only way you would ride on his. Right. <laughs> Just remember, nobody rides for free. <laughs> 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 I used to have one of those stickers. You yes. Know, ass, gas, or grass. Nobody yeah. rides for free. You know what? I never got any of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody wanted to ride. So, so. But, 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 but it's also the reflection of the care you received at Mercy 
that kind of drives this home. I, it's not I just re- raising money just for another cancer uh, uh, a fundraiser thing. Mm. This is this is actually hands-on kind of yeah. stuff to I, help people. I was out. a long-term patient. Yeah, I, I still am. I still go on a yearly basis. I had a unique uh, location. I had a common cancer, mm-hmm. uh, but a u- unique location which caused a lot of problems. So I'm still dealing with, you know, different side effects even after 12 years. Right. Um, I had sinus cancer. Wow. Uh, which was directly in the center of my head, uh, which affects the brain, the teeth, the mouth, everything. And they took phenomenal care of me. Yeah. Uh, you know, for all the doctors and nurses. Uh, one of the greatest things that even changed my fight was uh, psychiatric nursing. Having really? brought, most people get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. And they brought in psychiatric nursing and it changed that whole fight. What it, what it, so what does that involve? How does that work? It, it, basically, it's, it's therapy. And they, they came, she, she came to my room every day. Wow. Dealt with my horrible attitude. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you are. You're sick, you're sick and tired. Well, you're miserable. I mean, yeah. how could you not be miserable? Yeah. You're getting poked and prodded all day long, and then you, you got to do this five days a week. It's the day, scariest you know. thing you go yeah. through in your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, as I said, I was, I was kind of you know, face down for, right. uh, for 200 days in a hospital room. You know, one of my chemo sessions was 96 hours. Jesus. They would put a pump on me and put some of the nastiest um, poison through my body just to get rid of this cancer that was in me. Yeah. Uh, and, and the treatment is sometimes the worst thing. Yeah, but, because it causes all these other side effects that right. go along with that. But not only the care, but just the, the emotional support that even the staff gives you. I think yeah. that, 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 I mean, yeah. I would think that would have to be a really important yeah. component to it. You yeah. know, the, the psychological care. Oh yeah. You know, I think for a lot of people is something that they don't you know, they don't want to be involved in, but I would think that uh, that's exactly what everybody yeah. needs that, to go through. I have a lot of people that come up to me and they t- and they say, "Look, I just got diagnosed." Uh, and I tell them there's a few things you want to start off first right away is get yourself some some mental health. Get somebody involved in that aspect. Yeah. Uh, Bob King, three days, 12 hours, one minute. That's the <laughs> oh, countdown yeah. clock to the yeah. Wicked and Picket Motorcycle Run. Uh, how can people sign up if they want to? Well, they can uh, they <laughs> can uh, get their pre-tickets online at wickedandpink.com. They're $20 uh, before the event. They're $25 a day of. Um, that includes the, the ride, the after party, and food and entertainment. Uh, Night Moves is going to be on stage for us uh, this year. So... That's yeah, the Bob Seger tribute, right? They're, they're not a Bob Seger tribute song, uh, tribute band, but they will play a Bob Seger song. That's, uh, there you and go. They, Good. And they say that all the time. What it's was funny. I thinking, Lionel Richie? Oh, that was Night Shift. Night right? Shift, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now you only got three uh, three days, 12 hours, and zero minutes. So yes. There you go. Yes, I'm ready. Bob Kane Alves. Wickedandpink.com is the website. Good to see you. Hey, thank you, guys. Be well. It's 7.59 on Rock 102. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-12 and Billy Idol with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be a nice day today. Sunny with a high of 84. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 78. And then rain for the weekend. uh, Back to fall weather. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, um... Typically, you and I don't get invited to a lot of... Uh, Typically, uh, we usually do a keyword to cash around this time of oh, the day, so I just yeah, want to remind you of that. Yeah, it is time for the keyword to cash. I'll get into my thing in a second here. Uh, keyword to cash, worth $1,000. Uh, today, the keyword is the word dollars. 
That's spelled D-O-L-L-A-R-S. Dollars. Dollars. For those of you who have never actually spelled it out, that's how you spell it. Uh, you go to the Keyword to Cash Contest page. Go to rock uh, rock102.com. You enter the word dollars for a chance to win 1000 bucks. you got until midnight to do it. Good luck to you. Again, dollars is the keyword, D-O-L-L-A-R-S. Good luck from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. All right. Having said that, you yeah. and I never really get invited to all that many business dinners. No. For some reason, we don't. And well, I don't know if I'm like, I'm actually happy about that. But I'm not. Like sometimes I'm not. Well, like, whenever whenever we're asked to schmooze yeah. clients, it's usually done in the daytime yeah. and away from meals. Yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a strategy to that. Yeah, it's uh, you know what? Don't let don't let it don't let you look at these hideous things we have living in our basement. Yeah. Because we do kind of live in mom's basement. Yeah, we kind of do. And, uh, you know, so they just keep us out of the spot. I think it's to keep us away from, like, legitimate people. Yeah. Like, I think they're worried that we're going to go and just make pigs of ourselves. Well, which it, Which is fully my intention yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah. I mean, you get a guy like uh, Scott Cohen, you know, what he does is he takes credit for all the jokes we make on this show. Oh, I wrote all that stuff. Those guys are yeah. a big bunch of phonies. They don't want to let let us know that, that that's what yeah. they're saying to people. But yet, not yet willing to take a look in the mirror to see the biggest phony of them mm. all. <laughs> well, sometimes you can't see it, but anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so, but we we never get invited to these things, and I always kind of uh, surprised. I mean, I mean, I know plenty of people. Yeah. That I think that's all they do for a living is go out to dinner. Is they go out to dinner? You know, and and, and I, there's a part of me that thinks, how come I didn't take a job like that? Where all I do is just go out to dinner. Well, you could. You could go out to dinner. Yeah. Like, like for example, I know a guy. I'm not going to name his name yeah. uh, publicly, but I think Tony. What's it rhyme with? I think Tony knows who I'm talking about, yeah. and I'm, I'm talking about you, Tony. This is a guy I know, good friend, you know, known him for years. Yeah. This guy goes all over the country, okay, for his job, okay? But what he does is he takes clients out to dinner. Yeah. And he's going to, like, all these fancy uh, places you know meanwhile i'm eating soup over the over the sink you know and that's that's the difference between a guy like that with like a legitimate uh, job that requires you know dinners with clients and what we do it's like it just kind of shows you like you know, what the hell are we doing we're not even adults here what that we're just not getting invited to these things it's just not part of what we do it's not part of our business do you want it to be part of what you do not now, don't. not at, not at this point in my life. Yeah. But if I was you know younger and starting off and didn't have uh, you know other obligations in my life, yeah, then yeah, I would have uh, I would have been willing to go down that road. You know, just schmooze some clients over like uh, you know oysters or uh, you know, yeah. big thick juicy seventy dollars steaks. I'd love to do that all the time. It sounds yeah. pretty good, yeah. doesn't it? It does sound pretty good. It but, does sound but pretty good. You know good. what? Isn't it more? Isn't it better to just have that once in a while? Than to to get used to doing something like that. Why wouldn't you get used to being bougie like that? Uh, that's all you want to do. I think if I had to pivot my career, yeah, to do something like that, I probably would get tired of it very quick because I'm so used to doing everything another way. But if I started early in my career and that's what I did, I was suddenly taking people out yeah. and you know expensing every meal because that's really the that's key is what, what I'm you getting need to at. Do. That's yeah. ultimately what the the whole goal is. If I were to have done that early, I could got I could have easily fit in that lane. Now I feel like it, it, yeah, it's too late. Now it is too late. It is. Yeah, 
too late for both of us, actually. Well, I, you're you're like almost in your mid forties now, right? Yeah, early to mid forties. Yeah, it's probably a little bit too late. But if you had started this in your early thirties, yeah, it might have been a different uh, scenario. See what I'm saying? Different, different uh, kind of feel about it. So, like tomorrow night, we're going out to to like a like a business dinner, casual business dinner, of course, but nevertheless, but in a bougie place. In a in a bougie place, and you, know, you and I are looking at the menu, and it's uh, you know it's a uh, it's a little pricey. It, it, it a little pricey for our pay grade. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, we're going to a restaurant, but yet living on an Applebee's mindset. Oh, we're on an Applebee's budget. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Dollaritas are back. Yeah. I don't think they have Dollaritas at this fancy place. But for this place, yeah. but for, for this business that we're going on this mm-hmm. dinner with. I mean, this is what they can do. Yeah. This is what they do. They they will entertain people by giving them uh, by providing a meal. All right. So let's uh, let's kind of put this out to the uh, the audience here. Okay. Okay. Yes. And say what the guys. Uh, to, is it okay to order the most expensive thing on a menu during a business dinner? A business dinner that your company's not paying for. Do we know that? Yeah, you know what? I don't, we don't know, that. know that. All right, so then scratch that. It doesn't matter who pays for it. Yeah, it's Some, a business dinner. Some business is paying for this, yeah. and that's how it's going to go. You individuals are yeah. not paying for it. Someone is paying for you. Do you order the most expensive thing on the menu? 293 Because I'm looking at this menu, Yeah. okay? And I'm looking at like a like a steak, for example. A lot of money. And then, uh, and then, and then they're like add-ons you can uh, put on the plate. For yeah. for example, like a fillet would cost me uh, like sixty-five bucks. But if I want to make that into a surf and turf, they're gonna put a half lobster for an extra forty bucks. Now right. we're talking a hundred and four bucks right. just for the entree. So what do you do? Do you order all that stuff? First of all, can you eat all that stuff? I that would be. Because I'm not looking to waste. I have no problem bringing stuff home. I don't mind a doggy bag at all. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I think we got some uh, we got some uh, callers here all to right. chime let's, in on let's this. Let's see what the, uh, the ruling is on this. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is James. James. James, what do you do? What do I do? I'm an accountant. All right. So all you're, right. you're doing this all the time, aren't you, James? Always. Always. Okay, so if uh, let's say your company, uh, and I don't know if you're an independent or whether you're working for somebody else, do you order the most expensive thing on the menu? So the first question is, is if it's your company, you don't as working for your company, but you order something maybe in the top third of the menu. Now, if you are kind of betting who is with you, if they are ordering the most expensive thing, that sometimes tells you something about okay, are they just there for the meal or are they there genuinely because they are interested in doing business with you or your company? So well, it's we, kind of a, yeah. uh, you know, a, a, a give and take kind of thing. Yeah. We, we all have a vested interest in this meeting. This isn't just some meeting that we're just doing just to have a meeting. Uh, there's some Fair purpose enough. behind it. Yeah. Uh, so so everybody is going to be involved and, and have a say in, you know, what we're going to be discussing. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be like a group of like, what, 10, 12 of us, maybe? Probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. About 10 or 12 of us. So do you grab the, grab the $70 steak with the $40 uh, lobster on the side? 
so at that point, if this is something where we're all almost like, let's even call it kind of like a celebration or a collaboration where we're all working together, then I say, yeah, go for it. Enjoy yourselves because the whole idea of this is that, yes, you are, you're all at the table in business and in the meal. All right. right. James, you have been very helpful. Hey, have a great morning. All right. Thank you. I can't remember. I don't think it was a work event, but I was at a place where there was an open bar. Okay. And the open bar got shut down very quickly because Oh, you know what it was? I did I DJ'd a gig yeah. at uh the Center Square or not the Center Square, the 350 Grill down in uh, in Springfield. Okay. Years ago. Sure. Right? And this company who had hired me to DJ, they were like, uh yeah, you know, you can have whatever you want, but please the reason why we don't have the last DJ is because he went to the open bar. It was like a tab uh, kind of thing. Oh yeah. He ordered like four shots of uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label, which oh, was geez. like forty something dollars a shot. Yeah. And he ordered uh, you know quite a few of those, and then they were like, "That's not how we're 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 a small company. We're not." You know, we're, we're taking yeah. our employees out to dinner for a Christmas thing, but that's not, you're not supposed to be abusing that's it. That's like taking that. advantage. Yeah. That's taking, I don't think we're taking advantage if the menu just happens to be a pricey yeah. menu. And I'm like, don't worry, folks. I'm the DJ that walks around and picks up half drinks that people left behind when they went out on the dance floor. <laughs> it's kind of like my own prison hooch, <laughs> just making my own stuff. Ooh, a but little the, bit of gin and tonic, yeah. a little bit of rum and coke. Ooh, mix it all together. It's a hodgepodge. A- everything is a Long Island yeah. iced tea at a- that point. A- oh, yeah. No, it's more like a Bondi's <laughs> Island iced tea is what it comes down to. It's 822 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 829 and Motley Crue with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and 84 today. Sunny and 78 tomorrow. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, tomorrow on the uh, big radio broadcast, got... Excuse me, Scott Zolak will be joining us. He'll be talking about uh, the thrills and excitement of Patriot football. Also, uh, Marty Caproni will be joining us, too. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. Uh, maybe we'll hear about a show that it costs only $20 and it includes dinner and comedy. Yeah, that's not where we're having our uh, our uh, schmooze fest dinner. We tomorrow. should. Yeah, that, I know. That would be I would good order too. the most expensive thing on the menu. It's, it's a buffet. It's $20. <laughs> it's buffet style. Uh, real quick, uh, these the the community pages. Yeah, I, I, somebody sent me another one. This one from South Hadley. Does anyone know why the lights went out at twelve thirty a.m.? This was like eight minutes ago. This my microwave has been flashing ever since. And then uh, somebody commented, "Well, that's the night that the lights went out in South Hadley. South Hadley. <laughs> that's the night they hung an innocent man." And then I got this one uh, from East Longmeadow. Yes. I would love to open a cat cafe in the old Coughlin's place. I didn't realize they closed. Yeah. When? It's been like a month or two. Oh, I was going to say, because I just went there earlier this year. Yeah, That's no. Too bad. Yeah, that, that, that shut down. Well, how about a cat cafe in the old restaurant? Like the one they have in New Haven. The kitties could be up for adoption or just therapy for everyone. Just a thought. Please, no negativity. Oh, oh, sister, have you got something? I won't give you negativity on Facebook. I'll just give you negativity right here. <laughs> How about that? Uh, and then all the people, everybody was positive about it. I love this idea. In Europe, they're everywhere. Ooh, that's my dream. That's heaven to me. You want a pussy cat cafe right here in East Longmeadow? <laughs> 
I'm going to open up a French bread place that uh, only serves uh, female dogs calling boggets and bitches. <laughs> That's what we should put there. <laughs> That's perfect. Bitches and ball gets. I like that there idea a lot. We got news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. We have another summer-like day on the way. Some low clowns and... Fo- 834 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Servio Locksmith. They got a key for that. St. James Avenue in Springfield at ServioLocksmith.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Well, 22 News has the most important information as one of their top stories trending this morning... Trying tips to keep mums lasting for years. Mums? I thought this was like a British uh, article talking about mothers. Like the great mum. But they're actually talking about the mums that are outside. Mums are a popular flower during the spring, but the fall is also a perfect time to plant them. Mums come in a wide variety of colors that perfectly complement the fall season. If you aren't careful, your mums might not make it through the winter. Chrysanthemums... Chrysanthemums. Chrysanthemums. Yes. More widely known as mums are perennial plants. This means they uh, can last multiple years without with the right care. Yeah, I'm a perennial plant too. I can survive multiple years with plenty of care too. I bet you could. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Uh, <clears throat> did you put out mums on your on your house yet? No. No, we don't. Uh, we don't. Uh, we don't. You know, I, you I've know killed mums. I've killed mums. What I mean, all I have to do is look at them, and they they wilt. I try to do the fall decoration thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, these things are too expensive. I get that you can plant them and make them last, but I no. have no interest in doing that. One year we put out uh, a bunch of pumpkins, and uh, one I just want. I just kind of want to do a little like, science experiment to see how long it would last before it completely rotted. Right. Right up until the summertime. Oh, is that when it? That, that, that's when it lasted till. By that point, all the squirrels and birds had eaten right through it. Real science project. I was like the Bill Nye, the science guy of my neighborhood. Oh, it's like uh, when you were in science class, your little, little petri dish with uh, some food in it. You yeah. See what kind of bacteria grows on it? Did well, you do some scientific experiments with it? More or less, yeah. Yeah, that, that's not a bad, uh, not a bad deal, dude. I think you, I think you got. Well, you know what? Sometimes uh, curiosity is what creates great science, and that's what I, uh, you know, and I'm a man of science, so I, I thought that would be kind of a cool experiment. You're not a man of science. Not technically, no, but, you know, I'd like to think that sometimes I'm a man of something more than I am. You watch two episodes of Bill Nye, you're not a scientist. <laughs> Says who? Says Bill Nye. No, okay, fine. I'm just showing you scientist stuff. All right, fine. Suspended uh, Springfield Police Officer Greg Bigda is back in the spotlight after getting arrested for driving under the influence on Sunday. Springfield Police Superintendent uh, has since suspended him for five days without pay. He has not officially been inside the Springfield Police Department in the past five years, but he has been on the city's payroll. Uh, Western Mass News took a closer look at Bigda's previous criminal cases that got him to that point and how it's impacting people in Springfield. State Representative Orlando Ramos said the fact that Bigda is still on the payroll for the city is an insult to the city. It's an insult to the taxpayers of our city. Legal woes for one suspended Springfield police officer are escalating. Uh, court documents revealed that Bigda was arrested for drunk driving in Palmer on Sunday morning. But that's like a win in Rome thing. Like, you know, you're in Palmer. Everybody, everybody's drinking drunk and driving. in Palmer. Yeah. Uh, the bottom line is this man does not belong on our police force, expressed Representative Ramos. Uh, Western Mass News is getting some answers on his previous criminal cases, the first dating back to 2016, where he was accused of excessive force and abusive interrogation stemming from an incident with three Latino juveniles. 
Also in 2016, he was suspended from the force after a dispute with his girlfriend. In 2021, he was acquitted on excessive force charges. Uh, In June of this year, he filed a lawsuit against the city saying the city's government took unfair steps to force him into retirement or resignation. Listen, um, many people have their own uh, points of view about this this whole case. (laughs) Yeah. My question is, okay, so the union is protecting him from being fired for the many things that he's uh, been accused of. You know, is uh, him talking down to those two kids in Palmer, the you know, yeah. the, uh, the, the the domestic assault, whatever it may be. What would it take to fire a police officer? Because I got to tell you, I've heard some guys lose their job for much less than this. Yeah, and I don't really understand. <laughs> well, because why most, him you know and why? not somebody else? Because most people don't understand how the unions work. That's that's really what it comes down to. You have all of these protections that are put in place in order to, and you can milk that for as long as you. I mean, you can milk it for not as long as you want, but you can milk it quite a bit. Well, there, but but there comes a limit. Even on that, that you know, where you say, it's, well, it's mm. up to the union to decide whether we're going to keep representing you. That's kind of how that works. Yeah, you know, you're you're guaranteed these protections when you pay those union dues, and I'm sure the police unions got, you know, uh, pretty hefty. I think you'd have to have a pretty hefty legal team to go to battle I, for your, I guess your so. members. I guess. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, eh, he's he's going to be all right. He'll be fine. <laughs> if anybody's worried about Greg Bigda, <laughs> I think right now Greg Bigda needs to be worried about Greg Bigda. Uh, a Missouri high school teacher has, says she has been placed on leave after officials discovered that she was performing pornography on a website to supplement her salary. OnlyFans? Yes. Why don't they just say that in the beginning? I don't know. 28-year-old uh, Branna Coppage, who taught English at St. Clair High School, says her teaching days are probably over, but she acknowledged she knew the risks. Coppage told the St. Louis Dispatch that she was put on leave Wednesday after being interviewed by two administrators. Her access to school email and other software was suspended while the district investigates. It was kind of uh, always like this cloud hanging over my head, like I never knew uh, when I would be discovered, Coppage said in the interview. Then about two weeks ago, my husband and I were told that people were finding out about it, so I knew this day was coming. But were they subscribing to the page? That's really the question. Well, I was going to say, yeah, she knew this day was coming, and uh, so were the people looking at her. Superintendent Kyle Cruz said in a statement that the district has recently notified that an employee may have posted inappropriate media on one or more Internet sites. Mm-hmm. The district has engaged in legal counsel to conduct a comprehensive investigation into the matter. Actions taken as a result of the investigation will be in accordance with board policy and with guidance from legal counsel. Uh, it has about 750 students inside the high school. Coppage said she joined the OnlyFans website over the summer to supplement her salary as a second-year teacher. She taught English to freshmen and sophomores and made about $42,000 last year. Yeah, but did you just see what she was raking in I on OnlyFans? I was just about to get to that. She said she's earned an additional eight to $10,000 per month performing on OnlyFans. Uh, I got So would, long, education. Yeah, and I would totally let my wife do that. If that's the thing that's going to get us eight to $10,000 a month, then so be it. I mean, really. Listen, I know your adorable little kids need an education, but if this woman has a chance of making $120,000 a year yeah. just you know, flashing her breastuses on, on, on online, I got to tell you, uh, I don't feel tardy. She's a, she's a pretty 
uh, yeah, she's a reasonably attractive young lady. Lady, yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, I mean, if uh, if you just saw that on the uh, on the OnlyFans channel, you wouldn't necessarily say, "No, I don't want to see that." Mm, yeah, I, I would. Do, I, I I've never paid for an OnlyFans thing, so I don't know. Like, we should do an OnlyFans. Not all, they're like, not all pornography, yeah, you know, like, porn related. Like to pay for one as a joint account, like we're sharing a Netflix thing. No, 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 like uh, like our own, like a Bax and Nagel OnlyFans. Yeah. You can see that working really and I, well. And I'd be texting you. I'm like, hey, I got kicked off the OnlyFans. Are you watching that right now? <laughs> and you don't hear from me for about 30 seconds. Right. And then you say, yes, I just finished. You can get back on there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. They're, kind of, they're cracking down on those people with the passwords. You, uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today, mostly sunny with a high of 84 tomorrow, sunny with a high of 78. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. When was the... the uh, remaster of that with a gunshot at the end? Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 849 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Did you know, Steve, that tonight is actually the first preseason game for the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds? Shut the front door. Yeah, you got to go to Hartford to see it, but uh, they're coming back for their second preseason game. Their preseason opener on Friday and in the studio to, uh, to welcome the season back is Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds. Good to see you. Yeah, nice to see you guys. It means hockey's back, right? Thanks for coming in. We, uh, we're we looking forward to the new season. Yeah, it's coming fast, right? I mean, next Saturday will be our, our official home opener. Uh, we get all the kinks out on Friday night with our first preseason game, and, um, you know, it'll be good to have people back in the arena. Now you got a uh, big uh, big welcome back party kind of thing going on on the uh, opening night? Yeah, so like we always do, we're going to be doing our, our big pregame block party. We're going to be hosting uh, a little event over at MGM Springfield out in the plaza. We're going to have the band Fever out there for four to six, some live music, um, drinks, food food trucks, all kinds of good stuff. And then come on over to the rink, and we're going to blow it out inside the rink to welcome everybody back. Brought you guys uh, some Jersey rally towels that'll be given out to everybody in attendance, and uh, yeah, just these... a great, yeah, great weekend. We'll be playing both Saturday and Sunday night next week, so uh, kids' opening day on Sunday. These are awesome. Yeah, I like. Yeah, these. they came out real nice. Yeah. We had seen another team do that, so you know, kind of uh, taking our our game up a notch with the uh, rally towel. Now, uh, as far as the uh, the team goes uh, this year, I'm going to play a little trivia game. See if you can remember everybody on the uh, on the roster, starting with. Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to put you through that. But uh, but the, but the roster again, you know, St. Louis is still the affiliation yeah. that hasn't hasn't changed. But uh, but Tommy Cross retired. Yeah, that was a bummer. Tommy was such a great guy. Um, I know that uh, you know he he had a good affiliation with the radio station, but good face of our franchise, good captain for the last few years. Um, he he retired. He's actually got another gig. He's going to be a scout. He'll stay in hockey, but but not within our organization. But we'll be doing something for him on November fourth, recognizing his career, doing a bobblehead, some fun stuff with him. So uh, he was a great ambassador. But St. Louis has been awesome. Um, you know, we're we're excited about the roster that we're going to get. Younger team this year. Um, mm-hmm. They've they've kind of recycled our group a little bit and brought in some other some new vets with some of their uh, top prospects. Will be the first time that we'll see. Um, some of these guys that they've drafted over the last few years. So, you know, we're pretty optimistic about it. You know, we've got some revenge. we gotta, we got to beat Hartford for uh, them knocking us out last year. So we're going to start the season off with them next Saturday. So 
Um, you, you never really know how it's going to shake out. You know, St. Yeah. Louis, if they yeah. have some injuries, guys come and go. But um, the group that they've put together for us, we're feeling pretty good about. What is the uh, the average uh, career span of a of an AHL hockey player? Are you talking maybe four or five seasons? Or no, Tommy played for about ten years. You know, eleven wow. years. Yeah. So you know, I think that's probably a, a good number for the guys that stick around. Um, you know, I mean, he 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 was uh, you know someone that was a leader on the ice and wanted to stay within the game. Well, obviously, right? What, but, what's like the oldest player you you've had on the team? Huh. Um, Bruce that's Landon. A good, that's a good question. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, generally at our at our level, you you don't see it very often yeah. now because we're so focused on development. So you know, like a lot of the guys, like Tommy, you know, he'd be a guy that you want to keep around the room. He's a pro. I mean, he's yeah. a he's yeah. a high level player. He could play at the NHL level, but they like him here because teach guys how to be a pro, right? right and right. do their things the right way. So I mean, he was 33 and then retired. Um, he's the old guy. Yeah, that's yeah. considered yeah. the old. I'm I'm yeah. 40 now, so I guess I'm the old guy around the rink. But, uh, well, I mean, um, I, I, I can totally see that just because of the physical, yeah. uh, you know, things that you put your body through. It's a grueling game, smashed. man. Seventy six. You talking as a, a hockey year. player yeah. or as an administrator? Like, Actually, like I was here. talking about Nate as an administrator. <laughs> the things that you put your body. through. The job has really yeah, worn you down. It's, 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 it's very I saw him, I saw him drive a Zamboni down Main Street once. <laughs> <laughs> the things I've got to do, yeah. man, to drum up uh, excitement. So the, the so the preseason is is, is starts. Tonight, you got yeah. three pre, three or four preseason. Yeah, there's games. three. That's the first time we're doing that. Hartford wanted to host a second game, so you know we've got a, a group in here that uh, you know we got in early that they'll play tonight and then uh, Friday, Saturday. So is is the purpose? I mean, obviously the the purpose of preseason, say like in football, is very different than the purpose it would be in in minor league hockey. Is it to assess the talent that you have, or is it just to get the team in game situations before the season actually starts? It's, it's a little bit of both. Like they usually go and start there. We start our camp down in St. Louis, so that started two weeks ago. So a lot of our guys started there, and then they'll make cuts, and then they'll send the guys to our roster, and then we'll have a group here. They'll continue to send guys down up until like next weekend, and then we'll get a really our team will start to form next weekend. And then they'll make cuts down to the ECHL level after that, and so it's a way. Like today is a good chance for you know us to see some guys that maybe won't be around a lot, but that, you know mm-hmm. if a guy gets banged up, we can we can see what they do on the ice and bring them back up at a certain uh, you know a different time during the year. Mm-hmm. And then you know next week will be really starting to deal with preparation for the season starting, so they'll have a full week and lead up till next Saturday. So a little bit of a, a, a short window there, but they've been they've been skating now for a couple weeks, so it's it's a pretty long preseason for them. Are you doing uh, pink in the rink this year? Yeah, we're going to be what doing a bunch of our traditions. Um, you know, we're going to be doing Pink in the Rank in March, uh, March 9th. Um, so that'll be, again, like working with the Rays of Hope and doing special jerseys. We're actually going to do six special jerseys this year. And we're excited about partnering with you guys again, obviously, around the Mayflower Marathon. Like, we're going to host that game again yeah. uh, the, the day before Thanksgiving on Wednesday. And um, we'll be hosting a food drive at all of our games in November for people to bring out uh, canned goods throughout the month of November. And we'll have you guys out at one of those games. So... You know, really excited about that partnership again, too. You know, selfishly, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but sometimes we can be a little selfish and uh, and self-promoting and uh, self-congratulatory. Uh, we had a blast at that yeah. Mayflower Marathon game. I mean, after... I mean, I we're exhausted. Don't don't get You're us zombies. We I were zombies. It. We won though. It's very. We fun. had a we had an absolute blast, and and the people that went that night, I think they really enjoyed it too, because I mean, there was lots going on. And uh, and it was a great game, but it's like, you know, when when the Thunderbirds involved themselves uh, with that, I'm I'm incredibly impressed with the way the fans, the team responded. I mean, there was there was a, a 
sizable donation from the Thunderbirds and the fans last year at the marathon. And it was very, very much appreciated. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll build on that too. You know, we we're trying to obviously we're a hockey team. That's what we talk about some of the time. But what we're we're part of the community, right? And we're trying to be right. a part of the community, and we're trying to, you know, have events that you know are tied to local um, charities and and to local organizations. So, you know, for us, it was a home run. I mean, our players loved getting involved. Like we we're gonna do even more. We're trying to get our our wives and girlfriends involved. They're gonna be doing a drive. We're gonna have all of our staff. So we're hoping that we can we can take this up a notch and have yeah. an even greater donation this coming year and just keep building on these things is what we've been trying to do. And by the way, that game is against uh, Bridgeport this year against on the Islanders. On Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday oh, the twenty second. Bridgeport, we yeah. can totally take them. Yeah, let's totally, take down Bridgeport. Yeah. but yeah, we we're gonna crush those little Bridgeport bastards. That's yeah. what we're gonna do. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, as far as the team goes, you got a lot of young guys this year. Yeah, I mean, we still don't have the full complement of guys, but it looks like we're going to have some. I mean, we're going to have some returners, Matthew Pekka, Will Bitten, um, Hugh McGang, you know, Ken Washkirk. Those guys people have seen around, and they've been, um, you know, really good for us. Um, but they're going to be surrounding those guys with some of their younger players. So Zach Dean, who was a guy they got last year from Las Vegas, it was their top draft picked a few years ago mm. in the Barbashev trade. So he'll be here, it looks like. Um, Zachary Bolduc, who was a junior, he just left uh, juniors last year. So a lot of times these young kids, they get drafted and then they go to juniors for a few years and then they come to the AHL level. So it'll be his first pro experience. So a lot of guys like that that um, – you know, I think will be good for us, and it'll be uh, it'll be great. Well, Nate, unfortunately, we're out of time to do the trivia questions <laughs> that we were going to have thrown at you, but unfortunately, uh, we'll have to do that. I was time. super prepared. Yeah, for that. there you yeah, go. Yeah. First preseason game tonight, seven o'clock in Hartford. The first uh, preseason home game is Friday night against Providence at uh, seven o five. Nate, great to see you. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate thank it. You. We'll talk to you soon. It's right. uh, almost eight fifty eight with Bax and Nagel on Rock one o 